Welcome everyone to Wisdom for a Crazy World, your trusted source for 21st century common sense. We hope you're having a great day, but just in case you're not, our host Tom McQueen is about to make it a lot better. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. And now, it is my privilege to introduce to you one of the most popular podcasters on any network, award-winning author and speaker, Tom McQueen. Hello everyone, I'm Tom McQueen and I'm your host for Wisdom for a Crazy World. And our episode tonight is called Vicky's Cure for Hate and Violence. We've got a big episode tonight and we have a special guest. We have a 10-year-old with us tonight. His name is Ethan and he's going to give us his take on hate and violence in the world. I'm so excited somebody won our contest last night. It was a young man from Lexington, Kentucky who discovered the big error in our broadcast. Uh, his name was Keith. So Keith, uh, we sent you off a book, uh, a complimentary copy of one of my books. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, please feel free to enter future contests. Here's the big news tonight. You know, we're heard on eight different uh, networks, uh, but we found an easy way through um, Radio Public to make our broadcast uh, all, put our broadcast all in one place. So it's a simple one click. So now we have a pod site. Didn't know those existed before. Always went to a website, you know, but now we have a pod site. So that's all you have to do is get familiar with my name, Tom McQueen, all one word, and you enter www.tommcqueen.us. That's www.tommcqueen.us, and you're going to see our pod site there, which will contain all of our broadcasts. So that makes it a lot easier. All right, hate and violence in the world today. You know, the cure for me for hate and violence was articulated by uh, a fourth grader in a religious education class in Buffalo, New York, many years ago. Her teacher, Sidney Messino, brought uh, Vicky and her class uh, over to the church, which is St. Rose of Lima in Buffalo, downtown Buffalo. And in this church, they had images. Catholics and Christians believe in saints, and uh, basically saints are the heroes of our faith. And they had stained glass images of the saints on all of these windows at St. Rose of Lima. Well, it was a cloudy day, may have been snowing in Buffalo, and when she brought her class in, she said, uh, it was kind of dark and dismal, and she said, look, I'm going to be talking to you and explaining to you what a saint is because in the Catholic Church, they celebrate All Saints Day on November 1st. And she said, after I'm done, I would like you to explain it to me. So she went on for about 30 minutes, and at the end, she said, okay, your turn. I'm going to ask you a question now. I need someone in the class to tell me, what is a saint? Nobody raised their hand. She asked the question a second time. I need someone to tell me, what is a saint? nothing no one had an answer well she was getting a little frustrated and when she asked the question a third time just as she asked the question the sun which had been hidden for the day all of a sudden shone through the clouds and it enlivened the images of these figures on the stained glass windows and one hand shot up in the church and it was vicky and she said mrs messino Mrs. Messino, I have an answer. I know what a saint is. And Sydney's uh, was so shocked. She said, okay, Vicki, tell us all 
what is a saint in your own words? And, and Vicki said, a saint is someone who lets God's light shine through our lives. A saint is someone who lets God's light shine through our lives. The more I thought about that, you know, you could read all the books, study all the texts, you'll find you will never find a definition as simple as that for describing a hero of the faith in the Catholic or Christian church. But more important than that, if we let God's light shine through our lives, really do that, there is no room for hate and there is no room for violence because when God created us, that was not his intent. His intent was for us to use the gifts of our intellect, emotions, and will to make the world a better place. So we're going to be talking a little more in detail about how we do that when we come back. We're going to take a little break. And once again, remember now that new pod site, which is www.tommcqueen.us. And in the future, all of our podcasts will be housed there. And you can still call us at 800 748 7131 to make any suggestions that you like, or you can email me at American Family Foundation, all one word, at AOL.com. We're going to take a short commercial break, and then we'll be right back. I'm Tom McQueen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. Every parent wants a well adjusted, happy, and successful child. And schools can only do so much. The rest, mom and dad, is up to you. Tom McQueen is not only a best-selling author and sought-after speaker, he's worked with hundreds of families as a marriage and family therapist. And he's coached great parents just like yourselves in his seminars throughout the United States and Canada. Tom's newest seminar, Teach Your Children Well, will give you the critical tools you need to encourage and inspire your children to become the best version of themselves. For more information on Tom's schedule and how you can attend his Teach Your Children Well seminar, call Tom at 800-748-7131. It will be one of the best parenting decisions you will ever make. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy, Crazy World. Hey, right before the break, we were talking about Vicky's solution to hate and violence in the world. Let's delve into that a little more deeply. And you know, when we're talking about hate and violence, especially with what's happened recently in El Paso and and, uh, Dayton, Ohio, we're not just talking about shootings. We're talking about violence and hate in every form. We're talking about violence and in the home, in schools, in marriages, in personal relationships. Uh, There is no border for hate and violence. It can be anywhere, take place at any time. And let me tell you where the breeding grounds are. Hey, if you can imagine one large circle, and inside this one large circle, there are two smaller concentric circles. And in the the smallest one, in the very center, we're going to call that circle your your real self in your real self this is the self that god created and he gave us three gifts our intellects our emotions and our will so that we can think we can feel and we can choose and it's up to us how we use them 
But if we use them in a way that God intended to make the world a better place and we relate to others on a real self to real self basis, the world is always going to be a better place because we're going to be interested in helping one another to grow and to develop and to become the people that we're capable of becoming. Unfortunately, here's what happens. Some people experience an event or a person or a comment. Someone might say, for example, well, you shouldn't go to that school or I can't believe you're hanging out with that group of people or that person isn't very nice to you. Why are you married to that person? And all of a sudden we start changing our behaviors and doing things because other people think that we should do them. We lose touch with our own intellect, emotions and wills. And that's when we live in that second circle, which is what we call the false self. Well, eventually, when all we do is try to please other people and do things because other people think we should do them, that's a breeding ground for many terrible things, including hate and violence. And the mind, which is the most magnificent biocomputer in the history of the universe, doesn't relate to that at all. The mind says, get me out of here. And you have two choices. One, you can go back to your real self, to your comfort zone, be the person that you're capable of being, or you can drift out into that third fringe, which we call the medicated self. And you can medicate yourself from the pain of not being who you really are. And of course, you know how we medicate ourselves today with alcohol, gambling, drugs, shopping, whatever the case may be. We use those things as a diversion, as a painkiller, because being in your medicated self is not a place where we really want to be. So in order to eliminate hate and violence in the world, the most important thing is to do our best to work hard to develop that real self, to use our intellects, our emotions and our wills for the betterment of ourselves so that we can improve and become the children and the adults God wants us to be. And also that so that we can make our families, our schools, our workplaces and our communities a better place in which to live. So that breeding ground for hate and violence all takes place and expounds when we leave our real self and drift to places where we really don't want to be. We'll talk a little bit more about this after the break. It's an important topic. It's one that makes me sad, but hopeful because I, I know we can change the environment in which we live. And if we all work together, we can do that. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll wrap it up. And I really appreciate you being here. Once again, I'm Tom McQueen, your host. And you can always call us at 800-748-7131 and leave a message. Or you can email me directly at American Family Foundation at AOL.com. And remember, our podcast and all of our shows will be housed on www.tommcqueen.us. Okay, we're going to take a short break and be right back. Hang in there, everyone. Go check out Wisdom for a Crazy World with Tom McQueen. Tom McQueen has devoted his life and vocation to guiding children, couples, executives, and organizations on a path to personal fulfillment and professional success. Tune in to Wisdom for a Crazy World, and you'll be rewarded with insights and information that will enrich you, your family, your community, and your business. 
Stream today on Spotify, also available on Apple Podcasts, as well as Anchor.fm. Search Tom McQueen 2. That's T-O-M-M-C-Q-U-E-E-N. Tom McQueen with Wisdom for a Crazy World. Go listen, download, and subscribe today. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and welcome back to Wisdom for a Changing World. You know, we were talking before the break. I shared with you that story about Vicki up in Buffalo, the eight-year-old who we sat her in church, and the sun came through the windows, and she knew all of, a, all of a sudden knew what a saint was. She raised her hand and said, Mrs. Messino, I think that a saint is someone who lets God's light shine through. You know, if we all let God's light shine through our lives, we'd probably get rid of some of the hate and violence that we have in our culture. Today, I have a special guest with me. He's 10 years old, and his name is Ethan. Welcome, Ethan. Hi, and I'm very thankful to, to be here. And what grade are you in, Ethan? I am in fifth. Oh, that's great. So you're getting ready to go back to school and start in the fifth grade. That's awesome. So you heard that story, and you uh, heard me tell a story about Vicky. And uh, um, you go to church, right? Yeah. Now, uh, what what religion do you practice? Catholic. Okay, so you're familiar with saints, and you've heard some of those stories before. I guess my question to you, Ethan, is do you think it's possible uh, to do what Vicky suggested, to let God's light shine through our lives and actually live like saints? Yeah, I do, and it's very easy to do that. It's All you do is have to be kind. And well, that's really interesting. I like that word kind. You know, a lot of people talk about that, but can you give me a concrete example of what kindness means? Yes, sir, I can. Um, you, could, you could take the trash out for anybody, especially your elderly. That they will probably really appreciate that. Well, that's really a good example. Ethan suggested we take out the trash for the elderly and do all those little acts of kindness. And you know, all those little acts, Ethan, make the world a better place. So, hey, I'm really happy that you uh, stopped in to see me today. I'm really uh, wishing you good luck uh, in school this year. And I hope you come back and see me again. Thank you. And I will for sure come back whenever you want me to. Thanks, Ethan. Have a good day. You too. That's awesome. My friends, our show tonight was entitled Vicky's Cure for Hate and Violence. Then, of course, we heard from Ethan, that fine young man who gave us a practical example of how we could transform the world. So from two children, we have a path and we have a plan. What's so amazing is I get often asked the question about saints in the Christian and in the Catholic Church, and people always seem to have this impression that they were extraordinary people who were untouchable and unreachable in terms of their stature, and they weren't. Saints are ordinary people who use the gifts that God gave them to accomplish extraordinary things as instruments of God's peace in the world. And that's what we're called to do in terms of ending hate and violence, to live in our real self, to use our intellect, emotions, and will to know what's right, to do what's right, and to be instruments of God's peace. And it's so interesting that children seem to pick this up so much more quickly than we do as adults. I had a, so we closed tonight, 
and I want to thank you again for your for your participation and for listening. Our we're growing by leaps and bounds here now. We're heard on eight networks, and I want to thank you for that. And we'll have another exciting show for you next week. But before we say our our, our final prayer and our closing prayer this evening, I, I want to share something with you that I received uh, on Facebook from um, a man named Jim Failing in St. Johnsville, New York, and. Uh, this is so cool, I want to read it to you. Uh, it says, One day, a young boy asked an old man, Sir, which is the best day to pray? The wise old man replied, My son, the best day to pray is the day before you die. The boy was astonished and replied, Sir, how can I know the day of my death? And the old man answered, no one knows the day of his death. That's why we need to pray every day. Thanks, Jim, for sending that to me. And I'll be certain to send you a copy of my book that's coming out in October entitled, What I Learned When I Died. So as we close today, let us pray together. And if you're seated next to someone, take their hand and let's pray in unity for an end to hate and violence. Father in heaven, you said and you told us that wherever there are two or three are gathered in your name, that you would be there with them. And I know that of the people listening to this broadcast, that there are many more, and I know that you are with us. So I'm asking you now to send us your grace and your wisdom so that we might be used as instruments of your peace and healing in this world, not only in Dayton and in El Paso and in Orlando and in all of those other places where, is that, where there has been tragic violence, but help us to heal the hate and violence in our businesses, in our homes, in our families, in our marriages. That's where we need your strength and your fortitude and your grace. And we ask this in your name, amen. Now, if you remember, there was a contest for this program and I said there would be a blatant mistake in the show. And if you picked it out, let me know before our next broadcast next week and I'll be happy to send you uh, a complimentary copy of my book as well. So have a great weekend and a great week, everyone. God bless you. And thank you for being here. Good night.